The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, and Carrie Smith, home inspector from Inspectech. If you need an opinion from experts in insurance, mortgages, or building inspection, Denise, Carrie, and Carrie are people, great people to talk with. Just visit the CFAX 1070 website to look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. Their contact information is all there. Or you can always find me online or on social media. My direct email address is tony at primeteam.ca. So what's my background is your host for the next hour. Uh, I am a locally born and raised Victorian. I've been selling homes here for over 27 years. I've overseen over 2,500 transactions locally, so I've seen almost every situation you can imagine. Call me if you need a seasoned professional for your real estate needs. You can, uh, again, contact me either through the CFAX website or our own website, which is www.primeteam.ca. Seniors staying in their homes has been a somewhat regular topic on our show, and I'm not surprised given both the elder population in Greater Victoria and also what seems to me to be the general lack of information on some great services offered here in town for seniors. Our guests today are Yannicka Van Hemmert, registered dietitian from Therapeutic Meals, and Breck Gage from Comfort Keepers. Let's start our show with our weekly listener question. If you have a question or curiosity about real estate, call us on our hotline. It's 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Again, you can find us online at cfax1070.com or email direct, tony at primeteam.ca. Received an email this week from Jane. Jane says, hello, Tony, love your show. Would you please discuss the pros and cons of reassignment for pre-sales? Looking forward to hear it. Thanks. Thank you for your message, Jane. Uh, We are talking here about uh, assignment sales. So for our listeners, if you can just imagine for a moment here, when a new condo building or townhouse development is built, they, the developer pre-sales the units. Um, if, you, if you wonder why they do that, by the way, most of the time it's because of the fact that they need to have a certain number of pre-sales confirmed before they receive their construction financing so they can actually continue with the project. Um, so pre-sales are very important for developers. They naturally want to make sure that they have a strong number of pre-sales because it helps them with planning moving forward as far as the development process is concerned. Uh, it is uh, also a great opportunity for buyers because then you get to go in there and choose the specific unit that you want as far as exposure, uh, uh, size, features, uh, elevation, views, all of these things. So you get to go in there and choose your specific unit. The difficulty is it usually takes two to three years between the time that you commit to buy the unit on paper Uh, and when it's actually finished. Now, 
because that is a relatively long amount of time, people often have things pop up in their lives. You know, if you can imagine if you've committed to a condo and then something happens, you get a, uh, another job in another town, you need to relocate. What are you going to do with this unit that you've made a commitment to buy? Well, the first thing you could do is continue on with the sale two years down the road. You can end up renting the unit out, for instance, uh, or you can assign the sale. You can assign it to another party. So um, I'll tell you where this is common. We, we look at places like Toronto, where they literally sell out 400-unit developments over a weekend. It's like the Apple Store. You know, people line up outside in their tents, in their sleeping bags. Uh, they, they, there's, this is the reason why the condo market is very busy in both Toronto and Vancouver. So all of these units sell out. You can't buy uh, any more units uh, after the pre-sales are done. Uh, so everyone's sitting there for two years, three years until the building is done. Um, there have been cases, including here in Victoria, where in a rising real estate market, what happens is that people assign their contract, not because they have to move, but because they've realized that maybe they paid $400,000 for the unit and the value's gone up. So all of a sudden it is $500,000. So what they do is they sell the paper. So they assign the sale to another party. The other party, of course, says, hey, it's worth $500,000. I would love to have that particular unit. They buy it from the first buyer. Uh, and the first buyer, all of a sudden, has profited. They've never owned the unit. They've never done property transfer tax. They uh, All they did was they were first in line, first to hold that unit, uh, and they have sold it. So, boom, there's profit. We saw that here in Victoria as well, too, in the Humboldt Valley, Astoria, and Belvedere. This is years ago now. This is uh, over 10 years ago. Um, I'll tell you this. People don't plan for this because it is very difficult to forecast when a market goes upwards. It is luck at best, right? But the other half of this, though, is there were problems because every contract is assignable. When you write a purchase contract in real estate, there is a provision that says that it can be assigned to uh, a third party or, or somebody other than the buyer whose name is on the contract. This caused problems in Vancouver because there is this thing called shadow flipping. We've talked about this uh, on this show before where the first buyer would sell the paperwork to another buyer, that buyer would then sell it to a third buyer, and all the way down this huge daisy chain, uh, and everyone profits by earning 50000 100000 maybe even a million dollars. But the biggest problem there is the, fir- the seller, the f- I'm sorry, the, yeah, the seller uh, sold at the first price, and they did not see any of the lift in value. Uh, and as a response, the government uh, enacted some rules uh, that basically state that assignments uh, cannot happen without consent of the uh, of the seller. Anyways, getting back uh, to Jane's question, uh, assignments are common. Now, there's a few things to know. First of all, many developers today, because of the fact of all, all of these changes that have happened out there in government policy, many developers have put in controls that say that you either cannot assign your contract at all, or they will allow you to assign it, but they'll take a fee for it. So the original developer might ask for um, a percentage of the the second higher sale, right? Uh, the other thing that is very common is where do you find assignments? Because the problem is the developer 
will not allow you to put the property on MLS and to promote it and post it. It is not in their best interest. The developer wants to sell all of their units first. They don't want to compete, actually, with other units in the building that they've already resold. So there's often uh, controls in place there. Uh, by the way, there are um, websites and particularly Facebook pages out there for assignment sales, both in Vancouver and in Toronto. Uh, the reason why they exist is because of what, it, what I just said, where you can't post these on MLS. So what realtors do is they post it on these closed Facebook sites where if somebody else is looking for an assignment, they could find it, uh, find it there. It's a bit of a complicated process. Uh, assignments, um, pros and cons, well... Uh, it really depends, Jane, on if you are the buyer, if you are someone who has a contract in place. Uh, it is a pro for you if you can sell it at a higher amount and you have the um, uh, you've been authorized to do so by the developer. Um, now, as far as being a seller is concerned, well, that's the story I told you about in Vancouver. You know, how would you feel if it ended up uh, being assigned to another party who ended up profiting and getting another hundred or $200,000 more than you sold it to them for as the seller? A lot of things to think about, but uh, that is what assignments are all about. I think that we're going to see, we'll be seeing a lot fewer of them now as the market starts to level off. We're not going to see double digit uh, increases in values in the near future as we had in the past few years. We've gone past the crazy time in real estate. Uh, so now we're going back to normal. Thank you again uh, for your email, Jane. And for anyone else, if you've got a question, uh, just email me direct, tony at primeteam.ca, or you can call our hotline. 250-414-6540. By the way, if you're a podcast listener, you'll find us on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, it is The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. You can download and listen at your leisure. Uh, when we come back after our break here, we'll be talking about uh, seniors uh, and getting extra services in their home, including having great meals. And our first guest will be Annika. Back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our guest with me right now in the studio is Yannicka Van Hammert. She runs Therapeutic Meals, and we're very curious about this. We want to learn more about it. Yannicka, thanks for coming. Uh, Tony, thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, so tell us about Therapeutic Meals. Well, Therapeutic Meals uh, was founded uh, to serve as a gap, what I felt was a gap in the industry, uh, providing nutrition counseling and support and meal service for those who would like to stay independent at home. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and by the way, I should say, because before the break I mentioned seniors, but you don't service just seniors. This is for anyone who needs uh, uh, good meals at home, right? This is for anyone, but more particular for people with chronic disease and seniors at home as well. Yeah. So, so I mean, nutrition is important. Why is it so important? A nutrition is at the base of our health. Like, it's our first-line defense. Um, and if I can focus on the seniors in this conversation, uh, when, as we get older, it becomes much uh, harder to absorb nutrients in your system, but also appetite goes down. Uh, so it's kind of a double whammy. Mm -hmm. So it, it becomes every bite counts. And this comes at a time when uh, you might not feel necessarily um, motivated to eat very healthy anymore because you're not feeling well. And it just compounds and can really exacerbate situations at home. 
You know, and I've seen this too, because I've had uh, elder clients and I've seen them have their breakfast, which is usually a piece of toast. Uh, and And I often wonder, it's like, how nutritious is that? Right? Yes. And, um, the bane of my existence right now is what I would refer to as the tea and toasters. Oh, okay. um, so I, so I hit a nerve there. You did. All right. You did. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it, it's seniors. Well, but, but, you yeah. know, because it's easy and it's simple and I think it, it, it's, it's filling, but it's not enough, is it? It's not enough. Um, you, the spe- specifically, the protein intake uh, becomes more important. Yeah. Um, this There's is, no protein in toast. There's... Very little protein, yes. Uh, A few eggs on the side makes it more uh, a complete meal. But given that most seniors will need three servings of protein a day, um, that is not sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So... So your your business model helps people stay in their homes, right? Because because right. another another component of this too is um, going out is often not convenient and also expensive for people as well too, right? So um, given the choice between having tea and toast or or eating correctly, this is where you step in, right? This is where I would step in and I would encourage seniors not to be frugal necessarily about mealtime and and also don't feel like they're a burden. Please reach out if you do need help. Um, uh, Talk to a dietitian, uh, talk to a nurse, talk to your doctor that you're not uh, eating three meals a day. You will be at risk for malnutrition, unfortunately. Yeah. And this is where I can help. My solution is really cost effective. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely falls within the range of, of what's available on the market, but cheaper than going out for sure. Yes. Yeah. Now, I mean, you're talking about talking to a doctor. So uh, seniors often have a, a, a lot of like medications. And I think uh, it seems to me that it would make sense that they should be mindful about what they're eating relative to their medications, right? And and this is something that you that mm-hmm. you take care of. Very much so. Um, good nutrition also has a really great side effect. It actually makes medication uh, work better as it's intended. Yeah. So especially if there's medication that has uh, an indication to be taken with food, uh, this is uh, where good nutrition becomes even more important. You know, we've all seen that in the prescription bottles where, you know, don't take with whatever. Yes, yeah, exactly. Grapefruit or, or things like this, right? Yeah, grapefruit in particular. Grapefruit has uh, uh, a risk associated with certain medications that can either dilute or make uh, the medication stronger. Yeah. Um, so they can have a side effect, specifically blood thinners. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so like, what sort of results have you seen with, uh, with people who have used your services? I have seen great results. People that have referred to me, have been referred to me, uh, with uh, complex care and particularly uh, with unintended weight loss, they're gaining weight and they can stay at home longer uh, than that was originally planned. I had one client uh, that can now stay at home versus long-term care because I was able to provide uh, a dysphagia diet, which is a diet for swallowing difficulty that was otherwise not available to that person. Wow. 
Yeah. Interesting. Well, we're here with Yannicka Van uh, Hemert with Therapeutic Meals. And, uh, you know, again, this is a real estate show. We talk about homes and some people who maybe have just uh, dialed in are saying, why are we talking about food? Well, the the the, the underlying thread here is a service like Therapeutic Meals can help people stay in their home, stay in the home that they've been in for years. They're comfortable. They know their neighbors. They know their neighborhood uh, without having to think about uh, maybe moving to an independent um, uh, community or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, it's it's quite um, a topic right now uh, where seniors <clears throat> um, might move to long-term care prematurely. Uh, they wish to stay at home longer. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't know about services. They, like what you, what they you may not be aware. Yeah. Exactly. This is a new service, mm-hmm. and it's a first in Canada. Okay. Yeah. yeah, wow. So, I mean, tell us about it. What? Um, how does the process look? If somebody is interested in uh, getting therapeutic meals, um, what do they do first? They get in touch with you? They get in touch with me, or they can also get in touch with Vital Health Pharmacy, yeah. uh, have a collaboration with them. Uh, they can walk in there, 8.30 to 5.30, a Monday to Saturday on 825 4th Street, and uh, talk to somebody there. Or they can call me directly at 250-415-5444 and ask me um, what it would look like for them. Usually what it would look like, I would visit person at home. Mm-hmm. I would do a nutrition screen, a nutrition assessment. And then I would uh, come up with a plan uh, to implement. And of course, I do this with the family. I ask uh, what what they can do, what they're willing to do, and what their preferences are. Because this is about uh, patient-centered care first. Um, Never would I uh, or our company um, would recommend something that a person would not want to do. That's just yeah, not, so it's it's. I mean, yeah. it, it seems to me it's complicated because you need to you need to know what fits in your client's diet, combined with um, what does not conflict with their medication, uh, and then finally things that they like because people have you know likes and dislikes, right? So I, I'm gathering you design an entire plan uh, using those uh, uh, those factors, right? I do. Yes. And it can become very complex, but that's what dietitians do. We're trained to do this. We have a university degree, and we do an internship uh, under uh, a health authority. I did my internship here on Island Health. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why we do a thorough assessment, yeah. take a medical history as well, and then indeed plan. Uh, and and how, do, how do people get their meals? I provide frozen meals weekly, um, if that's what their intention is. Meal delivery is not always necessary. (laughs) Necessary. Um, I can also work with what they already have available to them, or if they have a caregiver in their home, I can train a caregiver um, uh, maybe to... um, how do you say that? Simplify the meal plan or uh, give education for diet textures, such as a mince diet or a puree diet or a diet for swallowing difficulties and work with whatever's already in place. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There's so much to talk about. Uh, we're going to take a break uh, in a uh, in a moment here. But uh, before we do, again, Yannicka, uh, let the listeners know how they can reach you. They can reach me directly uh, at 250 415 
great. And uh, as you mentioned before, uh, they can also go to Vital Health Pharmacy. Now, we've had Don Swainson from Vital Health here on the show uh, in the past talking about uh, the services that he provides. He mentioned you as well, too. Uh, yes. And for the listeners uh, to know, uh, Vital Health is across from the Jubilee Hospital on Fort Street, right beside that sort of round building, right? The address there again? 1825 Fourth Street. 1825 Fourth Street. Uh, yeah. So, wow, this is such an such an interesting service, and uh, as you said, it's the first is the first in Canada, right? It is. Wow. That, uh, first in Canada that combines nutrition support at home with a meal service. Yeah. Good yes. for you. Good for you. Well, congratulations. Like I said, don't go anywhere because uh, we're going to be taking a break. Uh, we're talking today about services that uh, seniors or the elderly can have in their home so that they can stay in their home longer uh, without having uh, to move. Uh, Yannicka Van Hemert, thanks uh, very much for coming and talking about therapeutic meals. That is great. When we're going to come back, uh, we'll be talking with Brecken Gage at Comfort Keepers. Back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, and Carrie Smith, home inspector from InspectTech. If you need an opinion... Uh, from experts in the areas of mortgages, insurance, or building inspection, be sure to give them a call. You can find them on our page on the CFAX website, cfax1070.com. Look under Shows. You'll find the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. And just as a reminder, if you have a real estate-related question you'd like me to discuss on air, give me a call or email me at tony at primeteam.ca. We're talking today about uh, services that seniors can have that enable them to stay in their home for longer. Uh, in the studio now with us is Brecken Gage. Brecken is the owner of Comfort Keepers. Brecken, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me, Tony. Yeah, this is, uh, you've been here a number of times now. I have. This is lucky number three. It is. Well, you know what? You've got so much great content to share with people. Of course, uh, you're sitting here as uh, we were talking with Yannicka about uh, therapeutic meals. You know, one of the things that I wanted to cover with you today, uh, Brecken, is health. Because, you know, we've talked, we know what you do. You provide in-home care services. You make sure seniors are safe. You make sure that you have the right staff that, uh, you know, does things like transfers and, you know, no, are well-trained, right? But um, the health of a, a patient or a client is so important, right? Oh, it's unbelievable. Um, and, and what Yannicka is providing is one of those pillars that is key to seniors' health and nutrition. Yeah. Um, we see it, uh, nutrition, strength, balance, and then uh, and then mental and social interaction are kind of the three key pillars we see to, to ensuring that seniors are able to stay safely at home. Um, and without services like those, um, it becomes much more challenging to do that if that is the long-term goal to stay at home. Yeah, so when, when you are onboarding, when you, when you are interviewing uh, somebody who's looking for your services, I mean, this is probably an area that, that, uh, that you're interested in is what they're, how, how they're doing with eating, right? Oh, and it's amazing. So often they'll, they'll tell you that they're doing great. Yeah. You know, but then, you know, as we get to know the client better, it's toast and it, tea. It, it is toast and tea yeah. or, oh, I don't really eat breakfast and I don't really eat I don't much need dinner. breakfast. I don't need breakfast. And, you know, my red flags start going off, signs start, start showing up and, and we're not trying to be the solution for all areas. And that's why we collaborate with people like Yannicka who can help us with that service. But it is really prevalent, that lack of nutrition in seniors um, and they don't realize um, the consequences 
of the poor nutrition. So someone who's not eating properly and not getting the right nutrients, and it could be for a variety of reasons. Yeah. It could be arthritic hands and chopping up is hard. Oh, of course. It could be their stomach has changed and now it's hard to digest certain things. Yeah. Um, it could be that they've developed other health-related challenges and they don't even realize that what they're eating now is not good for them. Yeah. Um, but all those things combined, so they start not eating well, next thing you know, their muscle mass decreases, strength and balance deteriorate, Perhaps they even develop something bad like a, a urinary tract infection, but the end result is a fall. Yeah. And a fall results in a hospital visit. And that is the one thing we really want to avoid as much as we can. Yeah. Well, I mean, this whole conversation about food as fuel, that, that uh, you, you know, it's not just for the seniors. I mean, p- people, everyone uh, considers this is so important, and it's maybe the seniors forget about this. You know, you brought up a really interesting point that I never even thought about, and that is food preparation, if, you, if you're dealing with something like arthritis, is, is not easy, right? Or even if um, your house isn't well set up and you're using a walker or a wheelchair, yeah. sometimes it's hard to reach for the things you need. Yeah. Um, and frankly, for some folks who are, um, some couples we see where there's a widow or widower situation. One of them was the meal. And preparation. they're no longer around. They've yeah. passed away, unfortunately. It play, places a real stress on the person who's remaining, yeah. the survivor, to make meals. And maybe, maybe they don't know how to. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes it's simply an education component, too. And, and Yannico can come in and teach us, and we can teach the, the client. And so once they start learning and, and they realize that, even healthy food can be really yummy um, <laughs> yes. and fun, and it's a good activity to do, yeah. very social. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of benefits there that people, I think, overlook, and partially because they just get stuck in the same routine as well. Yeah, and I, and I think, because you do a lot of work with uh, retirement communities in town here, too. I know you provide uh, care services to people e- even in uh, retirement communities, yes. right? Um, and, and I think it seems to me that this is one of the reasons why people accelerate their move there is because they, they've identified the fact that they need to eat properly, right? And even within retirement communities, and they do a great job and they all have their own chefs, right? Um, and they, their food is actually often really good. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard to tailor it specifically for specific Because there's so diets. many people. Exactly. Right. It's just everyone always complains about hospital food, for example. Yeah. And yes, it may not be as tasty as you or I or Yannicka may enjoy, but you try cooking for that many people yeah. on a daily basis, three meals a day. That is really hard to do. Yeah, no right? kidding. With restrictions. Yeah, we're here with uh, Breck and Gage, uh, owner of Comfort Keepers. Uh, yeah, because Yannicka was talking about, uh, we were talking about medications. I mean, that's that's a whole other factor that people need to start considering. Uh, and and again, as, as Yannicka mentioned, they don't even realize that as their medications change, their body composition changes. We change as we age physiologically. Yeah. Like that is, that's just how it is. Yeah. And if you're not adjusting and you don't have the correct information, that's when bad choices are made and there can be some pretty negative consequences for them. Yeah. You know, as, as I'm conversing uh, with you guys and we're going to get Yannicka back on uh, for, for a conversation after uh, our next break here, but as I think about it, so the age demographic that we have now who are our seniors, um, they, they came from a different time and place as far as what they were eating when they were growing up. It scares me to know what our generation will be like when we grow up because it was Twinkies and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, processed cheese and all this stuff. That, you know, that's just, it's a scary proposition. It's the same thing in all of life, though. If you're, I, I strongly believe if you're not improving or educating yourself, then mm-hmm. it's kind of on you. But you're right. I, I mean, you and I both have young kids. and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, kids don't always make the best choices when it comes to food, but it's amazing that when they become adults, 
some people do start making choices and changing that diet. Yeah. A lot of folks don't. Yeah. And, and again, that that can lead down a dark uh, dark road for sure so what are some of the things that you've seen uh with people i mean i i i know that that you serve a lot of clients in their homes yes and i i, I know that you also do unfortunately um you know see people uh get to the point where they need to move to a hospital or something like that yep. right um how about the reverse so you've seen people as well, uh, improve in condition uh, oh. after getting care and proper Absolutely. meals and all this stuff, right? Absolutely. If they start eating really well, uh, perhaps getting the right kind of exercise through physiotherapists or, or what have you, yeah. we have been put out of work, and it's great. We love it when that happens. I yeah. know that sounds weird. When they call up and say, we don't need you. We're, do, we're feeling great. We don't uh, need you anymore. And often it's us going and saying, actually, you know what? You guys are doing really well. You don't need us right now. Yeah. And that's great. Keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're heading down the right path. And services like Yannicka's, are the ones that can help people get there. Yeah. Sometimes it depends on what the overall and end game outcome is yeah. and the objective. But if the goal is simply to get stronger and be healthier uh, and, and there's only a little bit of care needed, often we can, once we've put them on the right path, pull ourselves right out and they can continue living completely independently. Yeah, and, and again, this is a real estate show. We're talking about people who've lived in their home for 50 years, and by having services like Comfort Keepers and, and uh, getting healthier as, as a result of uh, better nutrition, being able to stay in their home and, and still enjoy their neighbors and their neighborhood and uh, everything close by, right? Well, and you mentioned people who've been in their home for 50 years. Sometimes the food's been in the home for 50 years, too. <laughs> okay, so yes. uh, that's where, you know, sometimes having an extra pair of eyes go through the cupboard or the fridge can be pretty helpful. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I get that that some of those cans there oh, are things that have been out of production they for decades. are older it's, than us my friend <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> you know uh, just uh, collecting nuts for the winter yeah, right exactly yeah. and it, it's you know expiry date i 1974 yeah and i've yeah. even had folks tell me you know it says best before it doesn't mean bad after uh, oh but yeah. it's <laughs> it's uh you know when it's 30 years past i start getting a bit nervous yeah no kidding i'm sure yannica has some better stories <laughs> than i do on that one but it, we do see it all too frequently, yeah. and even the fridge. Yeah. People forget, especially if we have memory or challenges. They keep yeah. You know, it may be that they forget that they made that stew. It wasn't made yesterday. It was oh. made two weeks ago, but they remember it being as made yesterday. Yeah. And so they go to eat it, and now it's not. It's no longer healthy. Yeah. And so again, we can have some challenges there. Got it, uh, Brecken. If people need to reach you, how can they do that? Uh, best way to reach us is through our twenty-four-seven uh, phone uh, number, which is seven seven eight. Two six five five nine nine nine, or visit us at victoria.comfortkeepers.ca. Victoria.comfortkeepers.ca. Yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, great information. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll come back and have a conversation, uh, both with Yannicka and Brecken, talking about nutrition and staying in your home. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Just as a reminder, if you have a real estate-related question you'd like me to discuss on air, give me a call, 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or email me direct at tony at primeteam.ca. That's tony at primeteam.ca. Our show's had so many great guests. I'm always looking for more. If you have a business or product that is home or real estate related and would like to be a guest on this program, let me know. And finally, if you're a podcast listener, you'll find us on pod, on iTunes or Google Play. It's The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. We're talking today about how seniors can stay in their homes longer 
by having extra services or having services provided to them that maybe they didn't know about before. Uh, we're in the studio today with Brecken Gage from Comfort Keepers, providing in-home in care uh, for individuals, not just seniors, by the way. I know you do you do uh, many, right? Yeah, we do uh, work for people with disabilities, and we actually do a lot of post-operative care. Yeah, very important. Uh, we're also here with uh, Janneke Van Hamert uh, talking about... Uh, Eating right, because uh, Yannicka is a registered dietitian from uh, Therapeutic uh, Meals. So we were having this conversation, Yannicka, about old food, right? <laughs> um, I, I think I think maybe so. it's just it's uh, it's routine, right? People are used to what they've been doing for years or decades, and maybe they haven't gotten outside of their comfort level as far as uh, what to eat. You know, maybe lack of experimentation. You must bump into this regularly, right? I do. And um, what I usually see, indeed, and Bracken already referred to it too, is mystery foods in the fridge, not knowing when they were made. And this is where I can also provide assistance by teaching how to label the foods. Um, but when you're dealing with, with a person that has cognitive decline, um, a caregiver in place is very, very useful. Again, this is... Why working together with like uh, a team? The as a team, guys, yeah. it's it's absolutely essential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bumping into that mystery food that was that was maybe made some time ago, um, but yeah, it must be really interesting to look into the cupboards, Yannicka, and see what what people are storing, right? Uh, it is, but mostly what I look at is the freezers and the fridges. Oh, I of don't get into the cupboards after. Um, or during an assessment, when I get questions about, okay, how do I do this low-sodium diet? What does this mean on the nutrition label? And then that's when I see all these things coming out of the closets and and um, <clears throat> what usually is being eaten. And <laughs> not all bad, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and sometimes it's, what's required is the shift, is a, is a shift to, uh, um, uh, to something different, right? It is, and, and more education about a balanced diet and how it really affects a person. Yeah. Um, you know, having a protein three times a day, uh, maybe you can use the canned salmon, um, or uh, which is very well done as a, like a salmon salad on a sandwich for lunch. It's, it's a perfect lunch. It's well, well balanced, and um, it also has the healthy fats in it. Yeah. But uh, going back to low sodium, there are so many tips I could give, yeah. um, like rinsing the beans that comes out of the can first to reduce the sodium, or oh. really what does a, a sodium restriction or a low salt diet mean? What is the restriction? I see uh, people that over restrict their diet and don't want to add any salt to anything and not realizing there's also a minimum amount of salt that a person should be taking in because it's very essential for cell functions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, talking about tips. So, uh, and I didn't prepare you for this. What, what, <laughs> what are some things that people should be completely avoiding altogether? Uh, trans fats is okay. one of them. And luckily the industry is phasing them out. Yeah. Um, I think so for a senior, for instance, where would they, where would they find that most of the time? Uh, baked goods. Baked goods. Mm -hmm. Oh my yeah. goodness. Reckon's dying here. Uh, <laughs> love the baked goods. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the shortening, um, that kind of thing. Baking at home, though, could also be really a good strategy to 
add good things into your diet. So it's not all bad. It is, um, whenever I come uh, to a person's house, it's like, oh, oh boy, here comes the food police. Hide everything we're doing. Okay. And, um, <laughs> during the assessment, truth doesn't always come out right away. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. this is not what it's about. Yeah. I'm not the food police. <laughs> yeah. um, it's about the person's health. It is really about the person's health. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's just adjusting what they're doing. And... Uh, yeah, it's. I, I see Brecken like agreeing with me. Can you add something to that? It, it is. It, it is about the adjustment. Yep. Um, we see so many folks who, as they age, they say they want to stay at home, but they try and maintain the status quo, even though there are clearly some red flags or warnings coming along. Those people put their head in the sand and pretend everything's just as it always was are the ones who usually have some kind of dramatic and catastrophic uh, health challenge. Those who make small incremental changes uh, that help maintain their independence, whether it's using a service like Annika's or physio or exercise, it's about balance. And those who make the small incremental changes we find are able to stay home longer if that is their ultimate goal. And they're certainly healthier. Yeah. Those who just, I'm going to do everything like I have always done for the last 60 years or 80 years, those are the ones who we find run into more challenges. Well, I mean, let's face it. I, I, I notice this too, and I'm not, I'm not, I got a few more years of work to go, right? Um, but just I, a few. Just a few. But yeah. I, I have noticed that, you know, I, I, my body handles things differently now than it did when I was 20 years old, mm-hmm. right? And uh, yes, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I can only imagine what it would be like for me 20 years from now or 30 years from now mm-hmm. uh, and how to, how to deal with that. And I, I, I would love the fact, uh, I would love knowing that, services like you guys are around at that time because mm-hmm. I, I think it would be important. Change is hard. So the idea is to make it as simple and pleasant as possible. Yeah. Yes. And, and also encouraging people to talk about what their, what the problems are. Um, what often what I'm seeing is uh, people are very fearful coming forward when they have ch- uh, chewing or swallowing issues because there might be a fear of, okay, you know, now I need to go to a long-term care home because there's no services that can help me out with this. Mm-hmm. Um, or trying to hide the fact that they have chewing or swallowing difficulties, therefore avoiding uh, eating beef or pork or the tougher meats, um, and just choosing uh, foods that are really easy to eat or not even need any preparation. Um, So now we're seeing the muffins, again, the teen toast, applesauce, bananas. So as soon as I do a food journal with a person, meaning I... Um, I asked them about uh, the last 24 hours food intake and all I'm hearing is all these kind of food, soft foods and not eating nuts, not eating meat, um, not eating any fresh veggies. Alarm bells start to really go off mm-hmm. and then I kind of prone uh, probe a little bit further to find out if there are indeed swallowing and chewing difficulties because there's so much we can do. Yeah. I could, well, you talked about that at the start, uh, mince, mincing and uh, just different preparations, right? Yes, and also bring in other health professionals that can further help assess and help these people yeah. or uh, providing or referring to uh, uh, the need for a caregiver to help them out with, with uh, certain uh, preparations or Yes, a meal service that provides these meals already cooked and ready to eat. Yeah, uh, just stepping back for for a sec, because we talked about deli- uh, if the person needs delivery, you will deliver a week's worth of food. It's in their freezer, right? That's right. And I I, I guess you train them to, to know how to 
prepare it and it's just easy, right? It's very easy. Okay. I have an ABC system where people can just choose a meat, a starch and a veggie completely to their preference. Okay. Uh, the number one reason why people were not satisfied with their meals, uh, this is when I was working in long-term care, uh, were self-reported as a lack of choice. Mm -hmm. um, not being able to choose what they want to eat within their restrictions. So this is what I try to provide Interesting. by having this ABC system. Yeah. So when my food comes, it comes in three separate containers and a person can just choose their meals as they go. Like they have a whole week's worth of foods and they can choose an A, a B and a C and how to have a beautiful whole meal yeah. catered to their preferences, to their diet texture, whatever the needs are. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got a, you've got a commercial kitchen and you, you set this all up for, uh, for many people here in town. I did. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And of course they, it would have to mean that they'd need to remove some of those freezer items that have been sitting in the freezer for 10 years. Right? <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. If the, if the food starts walking away, then it's usually a good time to consider yeah, people forget about that they think compost. that when it's in the freezer it can last a long time right yes and there is indeed a, a maximum amount you can leave it in a freezer uh, it might still good but even just the quality declines like I would never recommend having uh, something in a freezer for longer than one year uh, I would put like half a year as the top yeah. uh, for still having good quality to prevent freezer burn and uh, still having it taste like it's was just made yesterday like yeah. fresh <laughs> Well, again, I'm just thinking of myself right now because I have two little deep freezes and you got to go deep to, to get stuff. And I know I've got stuff <laughs> at the bottom of the deep freezes that have been there for a while. And if I have difficulty with that, I can only imagine what a senior uh, what a senior has to deal with, right? Yes. Yeah, and even just the mobility of getting into the freezer. Yes. And like yeah. that yeah. Kind of, those kind of challenges. That's what I was real. referring to, Mike. Back cracks, you know, right. and stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can't be knee. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Um, th yeah, this is, you know, talking about teamwork, because this has come up a few times in our conversation today, to have a service like um, Comfort Keepers that provides care for uh, people and also uh, Yannicka making sure um, people are eating right. It makes sense that the two of you guys would collaborate together and, and uh, work on a person's uh, better health, right? It's been a very natural fit, actually, honestly. Uh, we both regard, you know, the same values, client-centered care, doing whatever's best for the client. And, and we don't do what Yannicka does. Yep. She's much better at it than we could ever be. Yeah. Uh, and similarly, Yannicka doesn't want to provide personal care. So that's what we're here for. Well, and it, there's other people in the community. And it too. was cool, too, to hear uh, Yannicka talk about the fact that the caregiver can um, also be trained uh, uh, mm -hmm. to help with the nutrition aspect, right? Absolutely. And even recognizing the signs of malnutrition. Yeah. Uh, recognizing those flags and when uh, a higher level of care for nutrition is required. Um, often we see signs of aging as normal signs. They're common, but they might not be normal. Weight loss is common, but might not be normal and can be treated. Yeah. Same for poor appetite. There could be an underlying cause that we were not aware of before. Mm. So first of all, a caregiver can recognize those signs, but secondly, the chance for intervention is so much higher when, when we team up yeah. and when we catch it early. Yeah, and if you've got the same people working with the same client, that's when you notice these changes. Yeah, as right? opposed to a different person every time. Yeah, it's so important. Uh, if people need to reach you, Yannicka, again, how can they do that? They can call me at 250-415-5444, or they can also go to my website, actually. It's therapeuticmeals.com. Okay. 
and they can visit a vital health pharmacy as well. Yeah, uh, Fort Street, the address again? 1825 Fort Street. That's great. And Brecken, people need to reach you? Best way is always uh, through our website, victoria.comfortkeepers.ca, or uh, through our 24-7 phone at 778-265-5999. Well, what a great conversation. Thanks for coming, uh, both of you guys. I always learn so much when I'm here. And uh, for anyone who's listening uh, who has never thought of these services, they exist. So be sure to uh, look out for uh, both Yannicka and Brecken. Uh, Other than that, I'll be here for you this time next week.